What if God cares about the game, not just the team? The Church of Jesus Christ is committed to serving those in need, and it is also committed to cooperating with others in that effort. By Samuel B. Hislop, Church Newsroom. Sports can be a lot like religion. Some would say they are a religion. They engender strong feelings. They demand devotion. They provide spaces of comfort and community. Like sports teams, the world's faiths have their own names and iconography. You can tell a Catholic priest from a Jewish rabbi, from a Muslim imam, from a Latter-day Saint missionary. Religious people show devotion in a variety of ways. We frequent houses of worship. We financially support our congregations. We observe religious holidays. We serve our neighbors. We go on missions. And as happens in sports, people of faith sometimes allow differences to blind them to the common ground they share with others. This behavior burns bridges to the good that can be done only when we come together to help each other and bless the world. Collective humanity, when focused on doing good, is like hands and mittens on a sub-zero morning. The fingers together are warm. A community engaged in worthy causes enlivens the soul. The Game and the Team Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs, the former Chief Rabbi of the United Kingdom, once spoke of attending a football match at Highbury Stadium, home to Arsenal, with the Archbishop of Canterbury. Arsenal was playing Manchester United. After the public address announcer noted the religious leader's presence, Rabbi Sachs said, You could hear the buzz go around the ground that whichever way you played this particular theological wager, one way or another, that night, Arsenal had friends in high places. They couldn't possibly lose. That night, he added, Arsenal went down to their worst home defeat in 63 years. The next day, a British newspaper ran an article that said, No doubt in jest, that if the presence of these two prominent religious leaders couldn't bring about a victory for Arsenal, then does this not finally prove that God does not exist? To which Rabbi Sachs rejoined, It proves that God exists. It's just that he supports Manchester United. Rabbi Sachs said this amusing story contained seeds of serious insight about the importance of interfaith and global harmony. What if God is not only on my side, but also on the other side? He asked. What if God cares about the game, not just the team? Our common humanity precedes our religious differences. The game of life could be described in these words that President Gordon B. Hinckley spoke to a journalist. It is the old eternal battle, the forces of evil against the forces of good. As followers of Jesus Christ, we are on the side of the Savior, who went about doing good, and shares his sunshine and rain with everyone. Although sometimes we must stand apart and hold to our distinctive doctrine, doing good can be done without compromising our beliefs. We will make the best impact when we join others of goodwill and common goals. This is perhaps most evident in the wake of natural disasters and other crises, which bring us together in unique ways. As Church Humanitarian Service Director Sharon Eubank said, as the United States polarizes and as people move to their tribes, I think one of the great lessons that can be learned, if there's any silver lining in a disaster, is that we can set politics aside and we can find common ground to build back up our communities.
Associating with and learning from others is a natural outgrowth of being nourished by and sharing the teachings of Jesus Christ. Jesus teaches us to love our neighbors and be united. He was not threatened by the good that other groups did. We are not in competition with others. Their faith and goodness can strengthen our own, and together we can do more good than we can apart. The following four examples show how members and leaders in the Church of Jesus Christ are living with open minds and hearts toward others, doing good both for them and with them. Helping Muslims Worship in Ghana Joseph Smith spoke of the value of hosting strangers and sectarians, promising them a listening ear when he said, They shall have my pulpit all day. That blessed tradition continues today in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Take, for example, the generous saints of Ghana. Because of construction, local Muslims didn't have a place where large groups could gather for worship during some of 2022. In April of that year, Latter-day Saints graciously allowed 2,000 followers of Islam to use the Takoradi Ghana Stake Center for Ramadan meals and prayers. Two months later, Latter-day Saint leaders welcomed the group as they celebrated Eid al-Adha. These are two of Islam's biggest holidays. Our Muslim friends were grateful. We are all brothers and sisters. We are from one heritage, said the local Muslim's chief imam, Alaji Muhammad Awal, alluding to Abraham's sons, Ishmael and Isaac. Emmanuel Botway, called to lead communication in the Takarati Ghana stake, said he has cultivated relationships with other faiths in the area since 2018. He has invited them in to play football and attend a religious symposium, state conferences, and the dedication of a new meeting house. We all have to respect and care for each other regardless of our differences, Brother Botway said. That has prompted me to reach out, especially to our Muslim brothers. Muslims make up only 19% of Ghana, a predominantly Christian country. We are all sons and daughters of our father, he continued, so we need to see eye to eye with them. Brother Botway's outreach balances kindness with principle, Muslims traditionally celebrate Eid al-Adha by sacrificing an animal, such as a ram or a goat. They do this in memory of God allowing Abraham to sacrifice a ram instead of his own son, Isaac. We told our Muslim friends that it's not possible for them to slaughter the ram at our church premises. We explained our belief that the ultimate sacrifice has been done by the Almighty. And they respected our wish, Brother Bodway said. After the service, they moved to the mosque where the sacrifice was done by the chief imam. For Brother Botway's kindness, the chief imam gifted him some of the ram meat, Brother Botway graciously accepted. When you start by respecting their values and beliefs, respecting them for who they are, and not condemning them, not belittling them even if you disagree with them, mutual respect will be there, Brother Botway said. Feeding the Hungry in Boston Latter-day Saints in Massachusetts, USA, have been working with the Azusa Christian Community and Catholic Charities to bring food to the poor in Boston, Malden, and Springfield. In November 2022, the church donated 3,000 frozen turkeys and 40 tons of non-perishable food. Three semi-trucks of food from the Bishop Central Storehouse in Salt Lake City arrived in Boston on November 19. A thousand turkeys were delivered to Catholic Charities Boston to help them in their distribution of 1,400 Thanksgiving meals to households in the city's Dorchester neighborhood. The other 2,000 turkeys, along with the 40 tons of food, 
were unloaded at a Latter-day Saint meeting house in Newton. And then came the volunteers, about 400 of them, who spent their Saturday unloading provisions and repackaging them into 2,000 food kits. Two of these volunteers, Charles Anouye and his son Khan, helped deliver and set up long tables and dollies in the meeting house parking lot. Khan helped open and stack cardboard boxes. His dad worked the forklift. Jesus taught that the sun shines on everyone and that the rain falls on the just and the unjust. Brother Inouye said, I've been thinking a lot lately about what be ye therefore perfect means. Can we be like the sun and the rain, perfectly giving to anyone, anywhere, anytime? The Reverend Eugene Rivers, who leads the Azusa Christian community, visited Newton that morning. He said people of faith and goodwill who come together in good causes are society's last best hope to prevent us from sinking into deeper division. Unless faith communities more actively engage one another, it does not bode well for this country, the Reverend Rivers said. Faith groups coming together as they are in Boston is, the Reverend Rivers said, a wise and effective Christian solution and the only promising option our country has to achieve unity and wholeness. Helping Moms in Memphis in Tennessee, USA, some Latter-day Saints have joined with brothers and sisters of the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, NAACP, to help mothers and their babies thrive in an area that has one of the United States' highest infant mortality rates. This effort is helping carry out the vision President Russell M. Nelson outlined in 2021 of the two organizations coming together in community service. In November 2022, four members of the Dudley family from the Memphis, Tennessee stake gathered with several dozen people of the NAACP Memphis branch to pass out flyers about a program of classes designed to help new and expectant mothers better care for their children. We had the opportunity to knock on the door of a woman that is pregnant right now, said Mark Allen Dudley, who distributed flyers with his wife Sonia and two of their daughters. Her eyes kind of lit up and she was thankful for the program. People are happy that somebody notices that there's an issue and that there's somebody doing something about it. This partnership is God-ordained and God-inspired, added NAACP Memphis Branch President Van Turner. I'm just so happy that it's happening at such a critical time in our city. We're dealing with public safety. We're dealing with homelessness. We're dealing with poverty. It's critical to address the origin of humanity when these young people are in the womb and try to make sure they get the proper care while in the womb and then come out and survive and be healthy. Once that happens, they have a great start in life. Lighting the World with Giving Machines Since 2017, the Church has provided giving-focused vending machines called Light the World Giving Machines as a unique way for people to donate to help those in need. In 2022, these machines were used in 28 locations from Manila to Mexico City. Patrons can purchase items for others such as groceries, vaccines, beds, fresh water, and livestock. The donations go to the church's local and global charitable partners. Latter-day Saint Jenny Dawn made a special quilt to raise money for the giving machines in her area. I just think these machines are so special because it's not just helping locally, although that's important, Sister Doan said. You can give a goat to a family who needs a goat. It's not something you could wrap up normally and put in a box. But here you have the opportunity to do that. 
And those kinds of things change people's lives. Tiffany Bird, a Latter-day Saint in Atlanta, Georgia, called the giving machines a unique way to help my children experience giving to others. Seeing the products in the machines, they realize how there are families and children around them that do not have basic daily needs, and this is an opportunity for them to do something about that. In October 2022 General Conference, President Delaney Oaks, first counselor in the first presidency, quoted Elder Orson F. Whitney's teaching that God is using more than one people for the accomplishment of his great and marvelous work. It is too vast, too arduous for any one people. President Oaks then admonished us to be more aware and more appreciative of the service of others. As Rabbi Sachs said, it's about the game, not just the team. Latter-day Saint or not, we're all in this together. What can you do? How can you join with others to do good? Consider a contribution to the Humanitarian Aid Fund or a Light the World giving machine. Attend an interfaith Christmas concert or invite a friend of another faith to your Christmas worship service. Look for or organize service opportunities in your community, such as collecting food for your food bank, picking up trash, or volunteering at a school. Read by Ryder Harrison.